Hello everyone, welcome to The Totally Well Show. I'm your host, Joyce Strong. The Totally Well Show is a place where we get curious, ask questions, and explore everything to do with health, wellness, fitness, and all the things it takes to help you live the highest quality, most fulfilling life. Dr. Terry, you're back. I'm so yes, happy to you. see you. Oh, and, I'm so um, happy to be here, Joyce. Thank you. Thank you. You made that very clear to me, and I, it makes my heart feel warm. So thank you very Likewise. much. And just to make sure people know who you are, I know you've been on the show before, but just in case people didn't see your show, they should go back and look at the previous one. Dr. Terry Badar is, you can find her at whitelilycoaching.com, so lily like the flower. And uh, Dr. Terry is a leadership development coach and also known as the CEO Whisper. And um, so welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah. I'm really glad to um, come back and we can talk about some really uh, deeper and uh, interesting things to share as coaches. Yes, um, I know some of these things are coming from your experience of having things happen to you and also of you helping other people yes. so through some techniques or maybe identifying a situation that is common for people to run into. So earlier we were talking about getting gooped and yes. I really need to hear about that. Okay, so um, I think getting gooped is something that really happens to us frequently. We don't, we're not aware of it a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and it can happen anywhere at any time. Getting gooped is when you go to the, you're, you're at work mm -hmm. and you just go to get some water. And at the water cooler, there are some people hanging out and complaining and whining and speaking badly about other people and she said and he said and did you hear and oh my gosh and the eye rolls and all of this bonding in the negative mm -hmm. and getting gooped is when you walk into a situation innocently and boom everybody's like what did you did you hear she said he said and and that's that that negative energy the negative um language the um sort of like it's almost like a thought vibe mm -hmm. that's coming and just this cloud this black cloud around that's the water cooler people. yes because i'm curious our, to what you said bonding in the negative that term caught yes. my attention yes because our limbic systems bond yeah um you know especially like earlier we were laughing and doing all these things our limbic systems were sinking yeah and that's what we do as human beings. Um, we can also do it with animals. Mm -hmm. um, we do it in groups of less than 12 people very easily in meetings mm -hmm. uh, when people are on the same page and mm -hmm. not competing. Mm -hmm. um, but so getting gooped requires you to have a little bit of personal hygiene mm -hmm. to walk out of this, this and have the mental, emotional, hygiene to say, okay, I'm going to like get rid of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I find there are little mantras that you can have for yourself, uh, such as my environment doesn't determine me. Mm -hmm. um, what others are doing or saying about me does not define me. Mm -hmm. um, you can also find an alternative source of water. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I think that's Can't one of the there. things I would adopt at first. Yeah, yeah. Is not go to the water cooler when I see that happening. Yeah. Being able to spot it. Yeah. And physically stay away from it. I, I think that's. Um, but I mean, I'm sure you have experiences like this too. I definitely have. Um, earlier, when I was talking to you about the listening to the podcast of somebody who I really admire. Um, and for some reason, he was getting into a, a, a negative, what I felt as a negative vibe. And I recognized it just as energy and how it made me feel. Yeah. 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 And I've, it, was, it was draining me. And mm -hmm. his message, I completely agreed with what he said. It wasn't what he said. It just, it didn't feel functional to me. It didn't feel like it was taking me into a place where where I could vibrate faster. <laughs> or, or find solutions. Yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah. Create, an, create momentum or yeah. move forward or change something. Yeah. That's the point of bonding in the negative. Um, and I felt somewhat trapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because when we sink and we're bonding in what's wrong with the world mm -hmm. and what should I be afraid of, mm -hmm. that's where our mind is. Mm -hmm. and it, Fear. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's like we stay there. Yeah. We stay there, we, we stay there, we share what we're sharing together mm -hmm. instead of standing up and saying, mm, we can do better than this, mm -hmm. we are better than this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I, think, I think that's something that's really hard on a daily basis for everyone. It seems that, um, so you walk into that situation and you'll get some, especially if it's about me, mm -hmm. um, so you get something negative. And you talk about the way you, you were like, like personal hygiene, like you could just wash it off. That's hard for some people, isn't it? Yeah, I think there's also a problem with a couple of things. Uh, you mean the washing it off? Yeah, that part of it. Like it, it sounds like it would be easy, but I and just knowing mm -hmm. like sometimes I could obsess for days over yeah. a, and that encounter, like to be able to get rid of it. I recognized it with this podcast, but it wasn't about me personally. And mm -hmm. it could have been. I could have made it about me. Is he talking about me? But yeah. <laughs> but um, do you have, and you mentioned mantras, do you have ways, do you have techniques or specific ways that I help think, people beside avoiding the water cooler? Yeah. Um, in my coaching, I, uh, we usually dig into what's really happening in your belief system okay. that's allowing you to stay gooped. Get it. All right. Because we have the cognitive ability to say, no, that's not me. Yeah. Or, you know what, if that's what you think, bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just not going to, you know. We're not going to deal, yeah. or we're going to agree to disagree. And I know people who like that who are very outspoken, and that's their, you know, they can do that. Yeah. But they can do it <clears throat> because they don't have that interior negative self-talk yeah. that agrees with what's being said. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. We all have this inner critic that can be so nasty yeah. and will say things to us that if someone said it to me aloud, I would, I don't know, I, you know, I would, I would attack them or, or, or I would be so angry with them. If they said the things that I have said to myself mm -hmm. aloud, oh, yeah. no, no, I wouldn't allow anyone to say those things to me. And yet 
you say it to yourself, yeah. It takes a lot of uh, maturity, I think. I, I felt that happen with, with me where I, I was offended, felt offended. Um, of course, that's a judgment, somebody's offending me, um, that's outside of me, but I felt this need to take responsibility for the energy I'm sending out. So that's, that's what you're making me think of how mm -hmm. we, w there's something within us that's allowing it to, to happen. Wasn't it Eleanor Roosevelt said some quote about um, people can't abuse you unless you let them or something to that effect? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that uh, we do a lot of things that don't help us. Uh, don't help ourselves move forward. Um, we have kind of internal programs that run that are about fitting in, staying safe, uh, I don't want to be foolish or look foolish. Mm -hmm. um, and we look to the exterior for our validation mm -hmm. when it's only here, mm -hmm. it's only inside. Mm -hmm. and when you develop that, and you and part of getting the goop off mm -hmm. is getting the goop off in here. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. When you stop talking to yourself like you're nothing, or or you know being harsh on yourself, mm -hmm. and having some self compassion and some inner encouragement, mm -hmm. that language helps you know, oh, that's not me. Wait a minute, those people saying those things about me, that's not me. Mm -hmm. I don't have to listen to that because mm -hmm. you don't want to be a person who doesn't listen to anybody. That's not helpful. Mm -hmm. But you do need to know the difference, and it takes a little work. Mm -hmm. It takes practice. Mm -hmm. it takes mm -hmm. practice, practice, practice in what you do in your mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So does that lead into that whole we were talking about negativity and toxic relationships yeah. in general? Does that lead into? I think so. I think that we end up in toxic, toxic relationships because we're allowing the manifestation of toxicity out here that we allow in here. Mm -hmm. it's, it's sort of a mirror. Mm -hmm. you, like the quote from Eleanor Roosevelt, mm -hmm. what, what's happening out here is a reflection of what's inside me. So if I am toxic to myself to some degree, then those kind of people can show up in my life. Mm -hmm. If I stop being toxic to myself, they don't, there's no space for them. Eventually they have to go find somebody else to be toxic with because I don't want to play. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to be with you on this. Yeah, I think when I do that kind of thing and see people do it, it we actually attract them to us. Mm -hmm. They see us. Mm -hmm. They hear us. We say... Just subtle things, like there's a friend who says, he says repeatedly, I think it's kind of, ha I don't know if he does it on purpose or uh, um, with intention, but he says, I'm lucky enough to have, when he's inviting people to speak with him. And it strikes me as, what, as not worthy? Yeah. 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 I, I wish he would one day say, I'm worthy enough to have. Yeah, well, I'm happy to have. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. It, it's putting it out that he didn't do anything, that he's not worthy, because it's luck. Yeah. Luck yeah. did it for him. He didn't. So it doesn't sound bad, but it sent me a message of, um, oh, he thinks he's inferior. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And so if I'm a predator. 
Exactly. <laughs> yes. Like vulnerability, I spot it without even like so many words. Yeah. Oh, or not not even consciously. I, I think yeah. that I think that a lot of time uh, we get into these relationships without even knowing. We inherit something from what our uncle used to say, and something from our parents, and some experience that went a certain way in our growing up. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we integrate all of that into a story about who we are, and then, but that story's not really true. We're so much more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we, then we have all of these, we're out in the world, and unfortunately we numb mm -hmm. with uh, food, electronics, and screens, and, and avoid each other, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. I was in the airport last night, and everybody was on their device. Yeah. We had like four hours wait, four and a half hours wait. And I'm like, so I actually start talking to people because I can't stand being on my device that long. Yes. Um, but people were watching movies, Twitter, this, that, and, but nobody was talking to each other, even people that were traveling together. And that amount of disconnect is where we hide. Yeah. But then when we need to connect, we don't have any control or consciousness over what we're manifesting. Because mm -hmm. we don't control this. We're all just, <laughs> you know, bringing it in. Yeah, yeah. Without controlling that, anyway. So I, think that, I think that what we choose as um, uh, physical food, uh, visual food, uh, hearing food, uh, mental food, I think all of that is a way of getting gooped or getting healthy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when we start to curate with choice, all mm -hmm. of those things. Um, I don't know if you remember, we were talking something about this in our previous uh, talk about what happens to the brain mm -hmm. depending on what you put in. Mm -hmm. uh, in what way? So the, the, what, what, what we feed ourselves, about? certainly people can sort of get an idea. You put stuff in your body and it changes your chemistry. Yeah. But putting thoughts yeah. in changes your chemistry, right? Absolutely. Um, changing your, the actual thought that you have mm -hmm. um, and your inner speak will literally rewire the peptides of the brain. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a process of um, uh, least, uh, like water. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll take the path of least resistance. Mm -hmm. And the thought that you think repeatedly, because we do that a lot, right. uh, will form a well-worn path. Like if you walk in the woods, mm -hmm. you know, that path, if you do it every morning, nothing grows there. It becomes an easy path to walk. No right. more brambles and weeds and things. It's nice and open. Same with the peptides in our brain. That same thing will happen. Um, and there's a reason for that. Right. Because our brain are, brains are expensive to operate. And yes. we build habits to become efficient so we can pay attention to other things, not have to think about how to drive home when we leave here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But there's an actual physical change that yes. happens, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it happens on everything uh, we do, and that's it, the habit. Mm -hmm. So that thought becomes a habit, a well-worn, easy path. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as we're challenged by stimulus from the outside world, we then 
take the easiest, easiest path to a foregone conclusion mm -hmm. in our thoughts that might have nothing to do with what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. It's just a stimulus that we recognize and boom. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, have you ever caught yourself driving, like I have like, you know, yoga studio, Whole Foods, you know, I have these, yeah. Like, right? Oh, yeah. right? And chiropractor, I have like my, you know, usuals and that are going to happen every week. And then I'll, and, but they're all sort of in the same, those three things for me are in the same general direction. And I will catch myself on the, on the path to the chiropractor going yoga. Oops, chiropractor was here, but <laughs> I'm going yoga. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, just well-worn path. And yeah. so I, because I was driving, I wasn't thinking anymore, um, you know, in the way that we think we think. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Some other level of thinking. Or you might have thought about yoga even though you're going to the chiropractor. Mm -hmm. and it I was thinking about my body, you know. Yeah, rebooted you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those things happen all the time. Yeah. That's exactly what happens when someone says you, you get gooped. Yeah. And you have a practice of letting the goop in yeah. because you have the negative self-talk. Yeah. If you change the, neg the, the, the goop doesn't have, you can't get in. Yeah. There's yeah. no path for it to follow if you don't have the negative self-talk. Yeah. Make doesn't sense? Fit. Yeah, it does. It reminds me a little bit of Brene Brown oh, I love when her. she talks about the story, the story I told myself Yes. Um, and if it fits Netflix. your... Yeah. The calling, <laughs> the call to courage. Yeah. Yes. If it fits the story, it's going to get in. If you change the story... Yes. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you can maybe even see where it came from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We have a... We have, um, I call it kind of like the operating system. Okay. You know how you remember DOS. Yeah. Right? I do. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't look it. <laughs> <laughs> but so an operating system is an interface. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. There's stuff happening here in the computer. Mm -hmm. And then I need to find a way to communicate with the computer. And that's the language. Yeah. The interface. Yeah. And we have that as humans. There's the world, then there's my interface, uh -huh. and it does basically two things. The first thing is it will translate stimulus, information from the outside to make it fit my story, yeah. my yeah. internal story. Yeah. And then on the other end, um, it will, it can, on the other hand, it will, um, it will refuse something does not compute. Yeah, yeah. So those are the two main functions. I've never heard it described that way. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So if you change the operating system, yeah. you can get it to stop translating to a, this story and get it to translate to this other story, which is your success story, yeah. which is all the things you desire and want in your life instead of all the miseries that you have and why you are the way you are and oh so unhappy. And then... You can also get it to refuse things yeah. that no longer fit this story, that might have fit this story, but now they're they're fitting this. They don't fit this my success story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, a picture on I uh, must have been Facebook, and it was a little it was a little hard to see, 
It's a little bird and its wings are out like this and it's just like a little robin. And then the other side was a mirror and it was a peacock. Yeah. And uh, so it's like, what are you telling yourself? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think that that's really very important, what you're telling yourself. That's really how we create the lives that we want or not. It seems almost like magic to me when you say those kinds of things. It's like, okay, so here's my vision. I'm going to write down this person, but I feel like an imposter. Like this can't be, this, that could never really be me. Um, I hear a lot of stories of people who are trying to become um, something, and um, myself included, to to do something greater, a bigger dream. And you can kind of see it and feel it, but then that other imposter side comes along and says, ah, but that could never be you. Um, <clears throat> I said this to one of my clients, and he was like, boom. Um, imposter syndrome is when you're succeeding and exceeding your expectations, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, from a higher place of self, you're letting the higher self lead you and the, the ability to believe, the ability to open up and not be trapped in old stories. Mm-hmm. It, so that's when you, all this great stuff is happening and then your lower self, you're like your little ego person, mm-hmm. kicks in and says, oh no, that's not me. <laughs> oh no, I can't, am I, I can't really be that successful. No, that's not me. But there's truth. It's not the little ego that is going to succeed. Mm-hmm. It's the higher self yeah. that succeeds. Yeah. And so imposter syndrome is only a symptom. It's not actually real. Mm-hmm. It's a symptom of your higher self leading and your little self not being okay with it, the mm-hmm. changes. Don't that leave are me behind. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I heard that. I heard someone say this week about that term, imposter syndrome, that if you're feeling that you're in the right place, you're going the right direction, you're supposed to feel that. So. Yeah, yeah. Or, and also, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to feel a little bit of the angst of change. You can't have change yeah. without the angst. We have labeled it pain and suffering, when a lot of times change is actually incredibly healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, There are terms like post-traumatic growth. I'm not saying that trauma is great. I'm just saying that shit happens. (laughs) And then you get up and you're better for it. Mm -hmm. And you make something of yourself. You, you know, you get healthy again. And then you know how to be healthy and you understand in depth what it means to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And you can go on and help other people be healthy. Uh, you, you have, um, I would never do what I do and I would never be so good at what I do if I hadn't been served some serious adversity in my life. Mm-hmm. So I understand. And you can't tell me, my client can't sit there and say, Oh, but no, this will never work for me because I had this horrible thing happen to me. And I'll be like, "Mm, babe, (laughs) let me up you one. I had this horrible thing happen to me. I'm good. You don't have to stick to the story. Right? I have have a new hashtag. 
hashtag rock bottom syndicate. <laughs> My kids and I came up with it, but it's like all the people that I really admire, like you, who I look up to. Of, you've been, you know, you've been there. Yeah, yeah. Terrible things happen. Yeah. Terrible things happen, but. Um, oh, it was it. What was that movie? Oh, Hostiles. Very good movie. Yeah. Um, but there's a point in there where I mean, people are killing people left, right, and center, and it's horrible. Uh, I'm you know I'm surprised I was able to get through it, mm -hmm. but it's a very good movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it it talks about the confusion of hate, and and in there. And there's this woman, there's like two people left of, of all of these characters that are still alive. Mm -hmm. And these two characters have lost everything. Like, that's it. Mm -hmm. A man and a woman. And they're sitting there staring up at the sky uh, in a field. And she says, we will never understand the hostility of God's ways. I was like, yeah. Right? Because... You know, like, I just had a surgery, and it was a mess up. Why? Mm -hmm. How is that, you know, what did I do to deserve that? There, there's no answer to that. Mm -hmm. And so I think we have to know how to just be ourselves. Mm -hmm. Sorry, we're diverging a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it was, it's an interesting subject, though, because it, it made me think of... Um, did you ever, ever read um, The Art of Possibility with I've read some of it, but I didn't, finish. I didn't finish it. She talks about the board of life, and um, I also heard Dave Meltzer talk about this, your, your, uh, the difference between responsibility and, um, I forget the other word, but basically you're in a car and you get rear-ended. It's not your fault, but... It's you your responsibility. Yeah, that kind of thing. So, I know. so life happens, and it's hard. yeah, yeah. But it happens. You're, we've agreed to play. Well, we're here. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's the. It's not your fault. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not my fault mm -hmm. that the surgery went badly. Mm -hmm. I don't even think it's the doctor's fault. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think he didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. But it's. Um, my responsibility to heal it. Mm -hmm. It's my leg. Mm -hmm. I can't blame him forever. I mean, I'm mad, yes. <laughs> but I can't blame him forever for what happened. Mm -hmm. He wasn't set out to hurt me. Mm -hmm. He wasn't trying to hurt me. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a lot of that you know, in, in the way we deal with each other as human beings that we have so much to learn and so far to go. Mm -hmm. um, it's just stop seeing each other as stuff, mm -hmm. a thing out there in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you know, Joyce the TV lady out there, you know. No. You're a real person, you have a real life, you have uh, you have similar energy, you have a spirit, everything. You're a whole unit. Mm -hmm. And so am I. And so is everybody else on the planet. Yeah. We have to think a little bit more like that in order to understand how to serve each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the, instead of gooping each other. Yeah. 
I love that idea of serving. Um, we have about another minute left, a oh. minute or two. I know it goes so fast, <laughs> especially when I'm talking with you, because you really take me deep in these, uh, these talks. Well, you take me there. Yeah? See? Oh, good. Well, we're doing it together. Yeah. 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 Is there anything else that you had um, that you wanted to share or talk about before we wrap up? There's one thing that I thought um, was really neat. You mentioned Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that marked me the most as she's talking, and it's going back to a little bit to this getting gooped, is that joy is the most difficult emotion to lean into. Mm-hmm. Because we're a little bit addicted to the negative self-talk. We try not mm-hmm. to connect that much with other people. Uh, we try to dress rehearse tragedy and prepare ourselves for the worst so that we won't feel bad when it happens. Mm-hmm. Instead of leaning into the joy of life and the connection, however awkward and messy that can be, mm-hmm. uh, I think that, that that's, like, that's like a jewel mm-hmm. in being able to ungoop yourself, mm-hmm. is getting away from the need to protect mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. And, you know, like, but just to be and be happy and lean into that joy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's really important. I love that. It, it's scary. It is scary. Um, and being in just in this moment with you here right now, and, you know, you just got off a plane, you've done, you know, and you, I'm sure you have some fabulous things coming up in your week, and I have a busy mm-hmm. week, my grandkids are coming. Nice. Some fun things, but um, but right here, we're here now exchanging this this talk and this energy and caring for each other, which is just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think we need to do that. People wonder about why customer experience is a problem. Yeah, maybe people—they're not customers, just customers. They're people. Well, anyway. I think we're out of time. Okay. <laughs> so um, thank you again for ma- you. making your way out here and sharing Absolutely. and enlightening me. I really appreciate oh, it. Thank you so much for everything you do. Thank you.